Welcome to worship as we gather together today across time and space and place to worship the Lord together. Um, I would like to wish all of you who are joining us this way a happy Labor Day weekend and we give thanks to God for those who worked uh, so hard for just labor laws and we keep in our in our minds and in our prayers those who still suffer from unjust labor practices. Let us begin our worship. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who greets us in this and every season, whose word never fails, whose promise is sure. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of our neighbors. Merciful God, we confess that we have sinned, We have hurt our community. We have squandered your blessings. We have hoarded your bounty. In the name of Jesus, forgive us and grant us your mercy. Righteous God, we confess that we have sinned. We have failed to be honest. We have lacked the courage to speak. We have spoken falsely. In the name of Jesus, forgive us and grant us your mercy. God is a cup of cold water when we thirst. God offers boundless grace when we fail. Claim the gift of God's mercy. You are freed and forgiven in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. O God, we thank you for your Son who chose the path of suffering for the sake of the world. Humble us by his example, point us to the path of obedience, and give us strength to follow your commands. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading today will be from Romans, the 12th chapter. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And this is the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 16th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. From that time on, after Peter confessed that Jesus was the Messiah, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. 
You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what he has done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So if you recall from last week, you'll remember that today we are picking up right where we left off. Peter is able by the power of the Holy Spirit to name to name whom Jesus is. Then Jesus gives Peter a new name and a new call in return. And now here we are. It all happens so fast. Peter goes from understanding it all one minute to letting the fears of the world overcome him in the literal next minute. And in Peter's defense, it's so, so hard to blame him. He obviously didn't want Jesus, his teacher and friend, to die. Also, Jesus dying on a cross, God dying on a cross, was not in any Jewish understandings of what the Messiah would do. Finally, Jesus was leading this countercultural movement. The Romans didn't care for Jesus, and the religious leaders didn't care for Jesus. He was a threat to them. And when the leader of a countercultural movement was killed, their followers usually were killed too or at least were permanently ostracized from their community. I imagine those thoughts about his own potential death and excommunication from his family and friends were also swirling through Peter's head as he listened to Jesus predict his suffering and death. After all, Peter has just been called the rock on which the church will be built, and being the guy next in line after the original leader is tortured and killed probably gave Peter some misgivings about that new name and new call Jesus had just given him. And that leads Jesus to the to that famous saying, take up your cross and follow me. But what does that even mean? So often this phrase gets misused to justify the mistreatment of others. I've known people who have been told that their abusive relationship was just their cross to bear and parents who have been told that the challenges they faced getting their child with different needs the education they deserve was just their cross to bear, and still many others who have been told that the discrimination they experience because of their skin color, their sex and gender, the person that they love, and so forth, is all just their cross to bear. I'm sure many of us can think of a variety of examples like this, where you or someone you know was told that something was just your cross to bear. And here is how we know that all of those things are a misuse of Jesus's words to take up your cross and follow me. No one chooses any of those situations. No one chooses to be abused. No one chooses how they are able to learn. No one chooses what they look like. But Jesus chose to go to the cross. Jesus chose to take on the suffering and pain and the death of the world for you and for all people by going to the cross. 
Even though it was very challenging for him, and even though Jesus didn't always want to die on the cross, after all he prays in the garden, Father, please take this cup from me, but not my will, but yours be done. Jesus still goes to that cross out of his deep love for you and for me. So when Jesus says to the disciples and to you and to me to take up your cross and follow him, what he wants us to ask ourselves is, how will I live differently in order to lessen the sufferings of others? How will I choose to live differently in order to lessen the suffering of others? This isn't martyrdom. This isn't putting yourself in a position where you are barely getting by. But most often, it's speaking up for others. It's when we hear someone or a group of people being made fun of or spoken about poorly, and we stick up for that person or group of people, even though it might feel awkward or hard to do so. It's when we go to vote and not just ask ourselves, who will make my life better? but instead asking who will help make the lives of the poor and the oppressed better. It's about living generously with our time and talents and possessions and rejecting the notion that we must hoard as much for ourselves as possible. This is what it means to take up your cross and to follow Jesus, to live in a way that is so different from how the world tells us to live, to live in a way that lessens the suffering of others. This is living in the way of the cross. And one of the many gifts of being joined together in the body of Christ is that we do not do this living in the way of the cross alone. We work to ease the sufferings of others, and others work to ease our sufferings as well. In short, we love one another, and we love all people, especially those deemed unlovable by the world, and we do it because Jesus loved us first, because Jesus chose us first. Jesus loves you first and more completely than you can ever imagine. For you, Jesus gave up his life on a cross, and in return, he has given life to you and to me and to the whole world. We do not need to be like Peter and fear death, whether that is our literal death or whether we are just being faulted for loving those considered unlovable. Instead, we live in the hope and joy of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is living in the way of the cross. And here, in this way of living, there is freedom from the fear of death and pain. Here, joys and sorrows live together. Here, all people are loved and valued with equity. And here is where you belong. Here is where you find your life with Jesus, who gave it all up for you and for the world that God so loves. Amen. Let us sing together now uh, uh, what is sometimes commonly called the summons, but will you come and follow me?
Living together in trust and hope, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Gathered together into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make make God's face shine upon you. And may the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you God's peace. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.